I was supposed to tell this story about how Kane had this girlfriend that he killed in a car crash. And it was just insane. And it ends up, I'm at a funeral home with a dummy in a coffin. Oh, my God. With Kane's mask on, pretending I'm Kane. I'm on top of the coffin having mock sex with this man. Oh, my God, no. And, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. And, and Vince is yelling at me. God damn it. Do it harder. Make more noise and stuff. It's got to be over the top. I really did. I screwed your brains out. <laughs> Do I have any Bruce Mitchell updates? I understand he's received his first shot. <laughs> and the death and the death threats have slowed to a crawl. That's okay, my Bruce Mitchell update. Good to know. <laughs> All the way around. Good to I know. Think they're, I think they're less than one one less than one an hour now that we're. Jeez, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's uh, who said? Did somebody send that question seriously? Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, they and did. I, okay. And I, I don't mean to oh. laugh because I know it's a legitimate, and it may be like I know, well, I, know I know, and it may be like well, like. Caring on on his behalf, he's he's doing fine. He's, yeah, he seems he's to be. Fine, you, now you've probably talked to him. I've not actually spoken with him or anything. Since no, we just it, communicate via the the message and stuff like that. I, don't, I think he uh, I think he doesn't even realize that uh, we were we were supportive of him. You know, really. I don't think he, I think he avoided listening to everything for a while. I well, I, I get he that because he goes. Uh, Jeez, do I should I should I avoid listening to this week's Katie Vick? Like, no, we were we were. I mean, I said we only called for your head on a pike about five times. So it's. I was, I was kidding. Well, but the funny thing is, we've called on it for a pike for much less than this. No, right? We're stupid shit. I know. We were like the one. No, but we were generally supportive, and I still think there's some questions. And you know, I think as time goes on, he doesn't look worse. I think he looks better. But people, no. people want to pariah him and this, that, and the other. So. That's going to happen, and of course, I, you know, I think Conrad is still supporting him, and I don't know if he's been on ad free shows or whatever, but I think that's that's all still happening. So, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm I got to be honest with you, I'm terribly worried about Conrad. I really I really think he's got to lose <laughs> some weight. I got to be honest with you. He, I'm, See, I'm frightened. I don't I don't want that guy dude. to you know end up code forty four there. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, and I'm just going to say this while we're while we're public and everything. I'm just going to put it out there, and you can just say cut. But I <laughs> think you the, need to be. The, I think you need to be a spokesman. I think you need oh, yeah. to be a spokesman for something. Something that you did. I can't remember exactly some of the ways you did your yeah. dieting and still yeah. do, I guess. Right. But whatever it is, you need to be a spokesman for it because man, you could kill it. I'm doing. So, I'm, okay. I'm just saying that. Yeah, I'm no, just thank you. It out. Nice. Well, I mean, I you know, there's some people have actually I've actually kind of inspired because they were like, well, if that fool can do it, and I'd say I, I agree. I, I I'm the 100% heat? like, yeah, if I can, I, I beat diabetes and all that. But I was, you know, I did it different ways, and what works for me wouldn't work for somebody else. But yeah, I think. But see, I never, I never, and I know everything's different for everybody. Everybody reacts right. differently to certain things, but you know. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't seem to have, and, and I'm not saying you didn't struggle a little bit or anything, but you didn't seem to be like, 
like struggling day in and day out with with things. You seem to be doing things very handling things well. If mm-hmm. if you might have been struggling inside, but it didn't show. I'll put it that way. Oh, that's nice. I I must be a good actor, which I'm not. <laughs> okay. No, I uh, no. Uh, I once once I got the diagnosis, and they were like, "You were you're diabetic." I was on a statin. And I'm taking like three different medications for my blood pressure. It was kind of like, well, mm-hmm. I can't really, I can't really deny this anymore. I'm, I'm not a healthy person. I'm in bad shape. So it's time to, it's time yeah. to change. It's time to start. That's when I, I started doing keto and you have to be, I was reading, you know, you know how it was. I was reading stuff, yeah. I was reading labels and I did all the research and all was, that stuff. It was, you know, and, and you have to, and it's, it's a constant thing, but yeah, you can, I mean, it can be done. It's not easy, but. Oh, oh yeah, I'm not trying to say it was easy at all, I, no. dude. I'm, I, I, but it, it, you made it seem like it wasn't as hard as it seems to be, or comes across as sometimes when you when people have to go on those sort of things. Not saying that I may have to for one reason or the other here in right. some for some reason, but you know, I'm I'm just saying that you just you handled it well, it, but you, it, it didn't look like it bothered you a whole lot on the outside. Well, it's true. It's true. Uh, no, it was, I, I was, I had to get healthy and I had to do it for me, but I did, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want my mom to bury her son. And, and, you know, my grandmother that passed away about a month ago, that was kind of inspiration. Cause I looked at it and I was like, well, I'm on more medication than she is. And she's like 93 or whatever at that time. So it's like, yeah, you might want to yeah. make some changes. You might want to figure this out. And yeah. Yeah. Keto, I think initially, keto. I think, I think initially I bet you that, that was maybe the hardest Am I guessing wrong on that? But that's what it seems like it would be for me, just initially knowing that, oh, my God, I'm going to have to change something. But oh, once you start doing it, it's like, hmm. Yeah, and then you get into it and become, and, and you, can, you can make it into a game and, and in your mind and stuff like that. And keto is very hard. It's a huge commitment. People are people have different ideas about it and stuff. But right, right, this, sure. There's this really good movie called The Magic Pill on Netflix, which really kind of spells it out nicely and tells you kind of what it is. Your body – from the time we were cavemen is kind of meant to run on fat and the problems that we've had in the Western civilization as far as things like um, diabetes and heart disease and stuff like that has come from increasing a lot more carbs and a lot more flour and stuff like that into our sugar into our diets and all that stuff. Hard to believe flour is that bad for you. You know, I didn't realize that until late in life. It really is. It really, and I, I'm, I was kind of for a while. I would shit on the gluten thing for a while, but I understand that all of us really could do with a lot less gluten in our lives. Right. Your body, right. your body does yeah. have to work a lot harder to to deal with it. You know, to process it and stuff. So yeah, if you can just kind of, if you get to a point where you can just kind of make a couple of changes here and just have a little bit more gluten here and there, then you can do okay. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Moderation, that sort of thing. So you, you, I, I hope I, I want to see Conrad be healthy, and I hope that he's able to do that before there's a problem and all that stuff. And uh, you know, I thought our thoughts and prayers are with the Armstrong family. Road Dog Jesse James having a yeah, I saw suffering that. a heart attack. I understand that he's doing okay and still resting comfortably at a hospital. And you know, that's pretty wild. I don't like to hear. Yeah, that. Um, he, I don't know. I don't. It's, he seems to be like on a somebody that would eat healthy. I don't know. I don't know him at all. So I don't know what his, he just seems like, you know, cause he, you know, he, he seemed to be, he looked younger than he was when he was still out there, you know, doing some of the uh, DX stuff a few years ago when he and, you know, six pack or whatever the hell he was come, you know, coming out for that little run. But I don't know, maybe, maybe he ate, you know, fried 
chicken fried steak every night. I don't know. Well, this may be, but this may be the overwhelming effects of some bad decisions he made 25 years ago. Maybe. Yeah. This. I think that. I think that's what we're looking at. That that wanted attitude era. I believe. See. I don't. I just didn't forget. I I just forgot about some of that. I guess. I don't know how, but I did. Even if you're Eduardo Gori Guerrero and you make all the changes in your life that you're supposed to, uh, some things can linger and not be so great for you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. According to TMZ Sports, Road Dogs wife Tracy Conant James made the announcement Saturday on Facebook. In part, she wrote, Brian most likely suffered the heart attack late Thursday night after returning from Orlando. He has had test run and we're currently waiting for the results. You gotta I mean you gotta feel for the family. Cause you know, you make it through COVID and all the stuff that's happened with WWE and you make it from not being kidnapped in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> now, that's saying a lot right there, you know. Right there. James also noted Road Dog saw a kidney specialist and is set to undergo a stress test. Uh, James added her husband feels horrible. He's 51, oh. which kind of hits home for me. <laughs> See, man. <sighs> oh, he's so much older than me. I'm not going to be 51 for like four more months, so it's it's fine. <laughs> Jesus, God. Keep on. Just keep on. See, I go I go to the doctor and I get those blood draws at least twice a year, and I'm, I keep a, you know, a good eye on those numbers, and the numbers well, look really good. And That's you know, good, man. I'm proud of you. I, I keep take, it up. I take, I take the medication they tell me to do, and I try to eat okay and mm. try to, you know, I've not been great about exercise as it's hard in the winter time. Though, oh man. my god, it's, it's hard terrible. In the and then the you know with the COVID, the gyms and everything, it's like oh, it's, you know. But on top of that, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I gotta, to- I gotta say something, man. I gotta yeah. say something. I, I am really surprised. I'm not denouncing it, but I'm really surprised your boy Brad is going into the gyms as early as he is. I, it, is knowing how he is about things and listening, how he seems to be. I'm yeah. just a little shocked that he went back into the gym as quick as he did. But so did you, did you, you know, see the did you see the baby boomer bit on Saturday Night Live? I missed it this past yeah, weekend. Got, I didn't. Yeah, see they got it. a mm-hmm. they got a, a video that's like a gangster kind of a takeoff of uh, like one of the one of the videos from Notorious B.I.G. And it's like how the boomers are like, "Fuck all y'all! I got my <laughs> I got my vaccine. We don't give a shit about y'all." <laughs> so. <I> was, <laughs> Brad is part of that baby boomer generation. That's, that's funny, man. I didn't. <laughs> He's like me. He's double vax, so it's like fuck all y'all. I don't care. Get out of my face. <laughs> Give me that treadmill. <laughs> Road dog. No, but I'm on. April 18th, by the way. Oh, that's you your second. April that's your second. Yes, my second one. Yes, yes. That'd be good. I've already, I'm already pre-planning shit. I'm already like making sure I get like some Chinese chicken noodle soup that evening. Have it on hand. Um, enough for the next day to just, for, you know, that's just my, my thing. Um, when I'm, you know, when I'm sick like that. So that's what I'm projecting, um, hearing other people's stuff. So, you know, just the typical cold kind of stuff. So I'm kind of preparing for that. However, I mean, else I may prepare other than the chicken soup. I'm still I thinking. Have, I didn't have much. I was a little achy. That's about it. That's all I really? I was. Yeah, I was lucky. Oh, Fever-y, feverishy. Here's the this is the tip that I'm going to give you that I don't know if you've heard. Get it in the other arm. Get the second dose in the other. No arm. shit. That, okay. I, I don't. I don't know why, but they're saying that, and I did it, and it was just happenstance that I did it because I just happened to be sitting. You know, the the young lady was on one side for the first shot, and she happened to be just on the other side for the other. I went, you know, since you're on this side, go ahead and get the right arm. 
Yeah, especially when boy mine went. What, that's what I'm hearing though from some people, and I don't know why it would be that way, but I'm hearing. That's a good question it, though. When we get when I get there to, to ask if they, you know, if there's like something to it, I'm sure they'll say something to me. So just t- just tell them you want it in the other arm. Yeah, just tell them that's where I, I do. It. And you, you okay? Fine, and that'll be it. Uh, Road Dog is best known for his initial run in WWE as a wrestler from 1994 to 2001. He began as Jeff Jarrett's sidekick under the name The Roadie. See, that's a little bit of trivia people have forgotten. About the Road Dog, how Road Dog became Road <laughs> yeah, Dog, basically. Road, exactly. And Jeff Jarrett was, he had this, that country, t- that tune that Jeff Pritchard or that uh, Bruce Pritchard is always. Pritchard. I think Jeff, I went to school with a Jeff Pritchard. I'm not he's sure. He's great. Wasn't he, the, guy, the guy was a hell of a fullback. I don't know. He could. He can, when, when the team got in the red zone there, yes. he can really powered in. Yes. Who the fuck is Jeff Pritchard? <laughs> I don't know whoever he is as like a Jeff Pritchard. As a potential That's such a North Carolina name for around here, though. God. As a potential human being, he's better than whatever the, the real Bruce Pritchard human being turned out. Well, that, yeah, that's a whole different thing. A whole so, different thing. So Jeff Jarrett had that song, Spend My Days Working Hard. That, that stupid song. That song. Pritchard. Yeah. And so they, they presented it as like a hit song for Jeff Jarrett. And as it turned out, they went to the video and it was the road dog that actually sang it. And that's how he became a face and all that other shit. Jeff right. Jarrett ended up attacking him. It was like a Millie Millie kind of thing. And then he did uh, all the things he did with the, you know, with Kip. And they became huge and all that other stuff. And now he's yep. recovering in the hospital. But I, I was reminding the boys in the gaming marathon a few years ago of uh this was back during i guess the attitude era when the road dog wore that t-shirt that went that said look ma no curse you may not remember this i think this happened on one particular episode of uh raw look ma no curse there was something known as the armstrong curse okay i think i I do remember something like that and it wasn't necessarily tragic it was just that the armstrong family had never won a major championship on television or anything like that going back to yeah 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 i got you so he writes look ma no curse i'm like well maybe we tempted fate a little bit with that 23 years ago or whatever it was by wearing maybe there was in fact a a, an armstrong curse yeah i i i'd I'd be holding off on the curse. you say what you want about stuff like that but you know i'm with you on that one man (laughs) by the way you know, Dark Side of the Ring, the Brad Armstrong thing might be a good but uh, Dark Side of the Ring just because I don't know I don't know how, how much about how he died and stuff. I don't think it was nefarious. It just kind of he just passed away. Yeah, and it was just written off as, you know, he just undetected heart problem or something similar something like that. It was, you know, it wasn't really played up as something nefarious or anything like that or attributed to something he did earlier in his life or kind of thing, or at least it didn't come across to me like that. So right. yeah, I'm, I see what you're saying on that. So I hope, I hope that, I hope he's going to be okay. And it is, I, 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 uh, again, I, the, the, the Armstrong family, every time something like this happens, you have to think about Brad and how quickly he passed away and everything. Yeah, man. Everybody talks about Brad and what a tremendous worker he was and how he was able to pick up the business at such a, uh, in such a short amount of time. And he and Bob were just a fantastic tag team, really great babyface tag team for a while. Yeah, they were hot, man. Bob used to tell that story about how, how he got legitimately pissed off at Roddy Piper when they were feuding with Piper one time because Piper talked about how he let Brad buy like a Corvette or some sports car or something like that. He goes, what kind of father lets his son do like that? And Bob like took that shit personally. And that wow. turned up that, it's amazing. Like that's the kind of thing that, you know, that's the thing that gets heat when they try to inject all this Vince Russo-esque bullshit and stuff to yeah. get heat these days. And then, you know, that's what does it. 
Well, plus he you know he's he's still definitely the old school mind, so he's definitely going to take it. Not that any father might not do it, but especially fathers back, you know, in his prime time and stuff would take offense to the making fun of my son kind of shit or my my ability as a father, you know, something like that. Uh, the Peacock is editing WWE Network content for sensitive material. This story is now all over the place. Social media is in an uproar over Peacock's decision to edit certain past events from the recently acquired WWE Network video library. NBC Universal has been trimming some matches along with questionable racial content and profanity. Fans complaining are claiming by doing so the networks are erasing history or the words of some enthusiast. Well, Okay, let's just stop. Hold on, right. hold on. I'm getting I'm getting a phone call. Hello, hello. Oh, it's Stevie Richards. Hey, Stevie Richards. You've got a great idea for a faction. What do you mean? Hit me. Right to what? Sent. Oh, got it. Oh, tell him, thanks, man. Tell him, I bet there are a lot of good. I bet there's a lot of good fathers involved with that. <laughs> you know what? Just putting this in your ear, Stevie. My my man Brent just said, you know, let's let's uh, <laughs> there's, some, there's some good fathers involved. So just put that away. Think about it and get back to us. Thanks. You know, they had this one thing on WWE TV one time where they simulated necrophilia. I don't know if you ever heard that. Did you ever hear ne- about that? Necro what? Yeah, it's 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 when you have sex with a dead person. Oh, that's what that is. They did that. You got. Yeah, oh, and, and when they were filming it disgusting. in real, they were filming it in real life in Nashville. They were right next door to an actual funeral. I don't know if you, this this is some wild shit that doesn't sound possible, but there was a, there was this billionaire guy that thought this was a great idea, and he started filming it, and it was right next door to an actual memorial service for somebody who had really died. And the, I the just really, don't know why that never went over. The really rich to guy. This day. Was was trying to get his son-in-law, who was acting as the person performing the necrophilia, to like really get into it and like really give it to the the fake thing that was supposed to be the dead person. It was oh, amazing. Yeah, nice. God, sound like you fucked your brains out <laughs> when they got the calves brain through. I've always said that that's the piece de resistance. Mm. I screwed your brains out, and he throws the calves brains at the camera. All right, here's how we're gonna punctuate it. We're not going to get out of it. We're going to own it. God damn it. <laughs> going to be so good. I need some calves brains. Go down to the butcher shop down the street. Here's uh, $100. Own some calves brains. We used to do that in the, when we we had a haunted house at our, our fraternity. Our house just looked haunted. I mean, it was right. pretty pretty old and creepy. So, yeah, we'd go down to the, the butcher like the, where they actually took cows in and, and slaughtered them. Man, that was creepy. I mean, that was like, I seriously was creeped out by all that. It was like Texas Chainsaw Massacre type shit in my head, you know? <laughs> and the reason we went there was to get, of course, parts for the, part, the haunted parts house. Parts is parts. Parts is parts. So, yeah, man, ugh, that's disgusting. But, yeah, uh, they probably did do that. I don't know if Katie Vick makes the cut. I'm not sure. Um, I guess. That's a good question, man. I didn't, you know. I hope it. I don't know. It probably won't. I'm not. I, I think we're looking at like the the deal with this is. I think they're not worried about maybe sexual content or stuff like that. That might be. It's just the the racial and sensitivity stuff. They've talked about. Um, you know, Roddy, Roddy Piper, Piper. Piper with the hat. Yeah, against Bad News Brown, and 
<laughs> you know, that I was heard, just uncomfortable all the way around. I, I heard about this years ago from, from folks in Canada, like whatever their equivalent of the, the F- FCC is, they don't care so much about sexual content or cursing or stuff like that, but it's racially insensitive stuff and bigoted stuff and racial jokes and things like that that are really much more likely to get draw the ire of whatever the equivalent of the FCC is in Canada. So Canada's on top of shit is what you're saying. Well, I, I, I think that's kind of what NBC Universal is looking at. Like, yeah, and I don't blame them. That's great. That's a you know that's the way I that's the way I'd look at it. If you're if you're looking at a movie on that's streaming on Peacock, like American Psycho. If American Psycho is on Peacock, you don't go. Well, we can't show that because the the guy goes around murdering people, and nobody's going to think that NBC Universal is pro murdering people. If they show, you know, if you can stream American Psycho, I think they can just run the disclaimer like the WB did. Hey, we don't necessarily agree with this. This is a this is fictitious content. And then we don't endorse it. We're just we're just having some fun here, everybody. And you're fine. But when you do some very racially insensitive things, which the WWE has done over time, you don't, you don't buy that explanation at all. I, I understand. I, I see what you're doing, but. Would you do that for Al Jolson? No, or yeah, I, I see your point. Or Song of the South, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You can't. It, it, the racial stuff does have to go. Has to go bye bye. Yeah. Now some of the other stuff. Now this non-racial, I'm totally with you on. Probably whatever yeah, it might be. If it's you know, just it's probably something if it, stupid. If it's like the whole Edge and Lita thing, like the Edge, Matt Hardy, and Lita. When you know they're, you know, I mean, how how much are they going to show that? If it's just uh, standard misogyny, I think we can go with it. It's fine. Well, I don't think that's going to be a problem. That seems to be okay anymore, but that's, you know, all the way around again. Another another hallmark of WWE programming, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Just just your standard misogyny should be okay. That shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a problem. (laughs) Go with it. Why not? So I don't, I mean, people are, I I think people are reacting so like ridiculously about it. Like, oh God, I I just have to see Roddy Piper in half blackface. If I don't, the world is like, oh no, this is not right. I I don't, I don't understand that. No, we don't need to see that again. I'm sorry. Here's one one that's never going to make it. I don't, and if, if you look at it, honestly, the Mexicals is never going to make it. You remember the Mexicals when they the come lawnmower, to the ring? The whole lawnmower stuff. Yeah, the tricked out John Deere coming. Yeah, and the tricked out John Deere. <laughs> you would never be able. I don't think you can do that one. Uh, probably not. Probably not. That's a good one. I never thought of that one. Yeah. yeah damn it, but they went along with it. Well, they were getting paid by you too. If you wouldn't have been like paying them to be doing the step and fetch it show, they wouldn't have done the step and fetch it show. Well, they sure did look happy doing it. I will. I will have to say it was uncomfortably happy. But I'll tell you this. They looked to me. If, it, if anybody tries to ban those guys throwing pancakes to the crowd, that's where I draw the line. See, let's ban that shit. <laughs> that's kind of that's what that seems to be. I mean, if you again, if you look at it and you that that would seem as much as anything. I think so. I mean, really, really, throwing throwing pancakes. But when you, but the, I mean, I think the problem ultimately is in the history of this company, going back many, many years, decades. 
there's been a lot of racially troubling programming stuff on there, you know, stuff that really didn't even draw any money or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole, uh, the whole, <laughs> well, if there's anything that's not going to make it, I can guarantee you one thing that's not going to make it. What's and that? that was the whole Booker T and John Cena, or was it John Cena and, and McMahon thing? When McMahon said, Oh, the yeah. N word. He drops the N bomb. <laughs> Tell me he just N-word? didn't say that. What's up, my N word? Um, yeah, I, I don't see that. I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, no disclaimer for that one, my friends. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, he did it. Oh, no, he did it. Ron Simmons over there going, damn. Damn. Yeah, back to the WCW content where Booker T accidentally drops the N-word, talking about Hulk Hogan. Yeah, well, we can drop that. I mean, we can take that out, too, but it's not nearly, not even close to being what the McMahon thing was not even, it's not even comparable no. to me. Well, no, cause it was, first of all, it was accidental and Booker made it very clear in every interview he's ever done since then. that He totally regrets that. He wishes he'd never done it. Mm-hmm. He wishes. He'd I, never I, yeah, done. you're right. He has. And I, I, that's a, that's a great point. And I was, there you go. I, I was watching the new last chance you on Netflix and they're doing basketball. It's where they go back to junior college and they show the stories of those kids trying to make it up to division one and stuff. Gotcha. And the coach this season, on the season I just watched, he's from East Los Angeles College. He's a very religious dude. He does not curse at all. But the kids around him are always dropping the N-word all the time. Like, you know, it, it constantly. And I'm not – I don't say that necessarily even to be critical. and like, well, I, I'm not the guy that sits here and goes, well, they're saying it. Why can't I say it? Because I think that's a bullshit argument and that's stupid and that's ridiculous. But I also think that there are a lot of guys – who are of my generation, and if they're African-American and they hear kids doing that, they're like, you shouldn't do that because here's the history of that word, and that's not cool just to throw that around. I also know that there are kids that go to concerts and stuff, and they go to hip-hop concerts where that word is part of the lyrics, and they'll shout out the lyrics of the artist, but they'll hit the N-word like super hard, like it's cool, right? And that's not okay. (laughs) I don't think that's okay at all. No. No, sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's all right. But they, they specifically like, oh yeah, I gotta pay my twenty bucks so I can go say I can say the N word and like yell it. And See, nobody can that's say what we call pushing the envelope. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, that's the almost the epitome of that. I'm gonna be down at the Pink Flamingo on Friday and I'm gonna be like when you know, young homie Quan, I'm gonna pay my twenty bucks and I'm gonna yell the N word because I can. They can't say shit to me because it's in the song. You're like, dude, if this is like your goal in life is to pay $20 for the privilege of screaming that word out in public. If that's what makes you a man, then you're living your life so wrong. <laughs> you, but, you but, but if that everything. is what you think, please do it. Please go do it. <laughs> yeah. Pay $20 and do it. Here's, and, like, I don't understand. Why am I getting my ass beat? It's not, I don't, I don't get I don't it. Understand. I don't I, get it. Why am I, why am I being left alone right here behind the building? I don't. Here I am in my pink pastel shorts and my striped sports shirt, and I'm getting my ass beat <laughs> with, my, with, my, with my Duke University hat on. Oh, no. I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't get it. I thought I was so woke, but I'm not. I'm yeah, unwoke. I, like, <laughs> I went from woke to dead so quickly. Yeah. It's weird. How about that? It's funny how that works. 
so I don't. Uh, do, do you have any thoughts in particular about the 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 censorship of the content from NBC Universal? Well, just what we're just kind of been joking about, really, is the, the fact that where 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 are they going to draw the line? I mean, I know I, I read the article and they kind of. I, I thought it was vague. The one I read, I can't, I'm trying to think where I read it was pro wrestling.com or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember reading it and it, I'm thinking, gosh, that's kind of vague. And then they actually referenced the, um, the Cena one or the Booker T. I think, I think Cena was it's it. the 2005 survivor series. Also purge was an incident from 2005 survivor series. In that event, WWE chairman Vince McMahon referred to black wrestler Booker T using a slur. Well, that's not exactly accurate, but yeah, it's sort of talking about what you talk about. Pretty much. Yeah. But it's okay. So I was, I'm thinking, okay, well, where are they going? And I started thinking about other stuff. And the, other, the one thing I thought about was the, the whole Lita and edge thing. Is that like, I mean, where does, where's that? I mean, it's not that bad. If you think about everything, universally the way it is now i mean it's different time and all that stuff so it might pass but it might not and then just like you said the mexicals i mean you know it's a difficult line to draw but i think ultimately it has to go to the bottom line which is always how much money that's going to be drawn and if if you do this is that going to turn off the fan base and make them less likely to subscribe to peacock to watch the WWE network content I don't know. I do think I they need to start with the racist stuff, though. Definitely take anything racist oh, yeah. out. I think that out. I think that's way more important than anything that might be sexual or like anything oh, that's yeah. seen as being not even, mm. you know, anything that's being gratuitously violent. Because if we start going down gratuitously violent, that oh, could good <laughs> gracious, yeah. <laughs> just take ECW off. Just go ahead and just knock them all off. But you know they're like, yeah, forget ECW is dead. I think I think Brian Lass was talking about well, you forget about Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I mean, they had a character on there named the, the yes. Unabomber. <laughs> so, yeah. Jesus, forget it. Tracy Tracy Smothers waving around the Confederate flag like it's cool, right? <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just, the, the, oh, let's not forget about uh Dagon um New Jack for Yeah. All that. <laughs> yeah, New Jack's problematic. Uh, yes. You can go too far with this stuff because it is dramatic. I mean, but you know, I, I understand NBC Universal's point. I think people are kind of overreacting. Well, they're going to censor everything. No, it's okay. No, I know. I know. <laughs> you can You're you right. can still see really, really offensive shit associated with WWE programming. Don't worry. There's yeah. Don't worry. There's more to come too. I'm sure. You can see. You go back and they're see. They're not Vince, done. Vince McMahon in, inferring and implying that his, you know, he whored out his daughter. There's, you'll be able to see that. Don't worry. It's yeah. okay. That's not a, I'm already excited. There may be some. There may be some implications of involuntary sex. That's all going to be there. Don't worry. Uh, the you know you're going to be able to see Pepper the dog being served up as meat. It's it, it's fine. Don't worry about it, guys. There's still going to be plenty of offensive shit for you to see. <laughs> Such a relief knowing that. Yeah. See, don't. It's not a big deal. I am. I do think at some point they're going to. It, it it just it's weird to me, and it's not weird at the same time that somebody at Universal didn't do their due diligence before they they made the deal and went, you know, before we do this, let's take a look at the content and just man, eh, there might be some things that we may not want on our platform. I don't know, no, we're just gonna buy it. We'll work it out later. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of content to go over too. <laughs> it's, it's a short it's, amount of time. It's it's like. 
nobody thought, I don't know, or maybe there's some things on here that might be against our corporate standards. Well, it's the internet. It's people streaming stuff. What can be against it? Well, but it's going to have the NBC Universal stamp on it. So maybe we don't want to have necrophilia, for example, just, just to pull one out on our NBC Peacock TV streaming service. My heart breaks. A monster-sized WWE Hall of Fame class is set for induction this year, Bryant. So far, four WWE standouts are joining the ranks of the Immortalized, with a few more to be named in coming weeks. Longtime fan favorite Robert Van Dam is expected to be the next former star inducted, with former ECW head Paul Heyman teasing it on Twitter in March. But two of the class's headliners are literally monster-sized seven-footers Kane and the great Khali, Bryant. And who could be more deserving than the man that gave us perhaps the shittiest gimmick match of all time that's not on a pole, the great Kali. They are both going to be in. Of course, Molly Holly is already in. As as we know, Molly Holly and Eric Bischoff have already been announced. Uh, so any, any thoughts that uh, jump out to you about the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2021? Um, that's pretty easy. And the same thoughts I had pretty much every year. Okay, whatever. That's my mind thoughts. Um, uh, you'd, you'd be hard. You'd be. I mean, I think Kane absolutely 100 percent would be a no. Yeah, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, but he's but, the guy. You know, then you cancel it out by saying, "Okay, Kali, come on, buddy, I'm gonna put you I, in too." The the amount of people that I've seen who have actually tried to defend the Kali thing is kind of a I don't know if they're being contrarian or what I don't I don't know how you defend Kali as being one of the best of all time at anything. Please tell me somebody sure. somebody write me if, text me something I don't care if, I'll, if, explain to me I'll, I'll Kali, forward it to you if I get one too just to did, tell you did, did Kali really increase business in India that much was he that much of a game changer in India because I don't think he was. If he was, then Giant Gonzalez, he really changed business in Mexico, really opened up some markets for both WCW and WWE, if that was the case. The Giant Gonzalez, come on up, let's get you up in 2022. Because I, I, I don't think I don't think Kali did did shit for the business. I bet um I bet Paul White did, you know, wonders for numbers for Kansas fans. Oh, it was huge. I think Jinder Mahal was like way bigger for India than fucking Great Kali was. I think that's that's provable. I'll tell you this: they fucking treated him. They treated him like he did more. Absolutely, they did. I, mean, I think if if, if that, that means if Kali ends, Jinder Mahal is he's he's a lock to go in the Hall of Fame. No doubt, twenty six or he'll be there, seven or whatever, man. No doubt, he will be there. But yeah, the whole Kali thing. I mean, I get the gimmick. It's but a joke. Really? It's a joke. That's what I'm it's, saying. It's a complete that, that's a, that's ridiculous. There's there's no way to justify it. And the Punjabi prison match, which is, I mean, without question, one of the worst gimmick matches they've ever had. Ugh, every time horrible. every time they've done that stupid match, it's been a disaster. You can't see shit. It's it's a dumb gimmick. Nobody likes it. People get hurt. And, and the it's thing not about any, it is too it's it, ridiculous. It, and and the thing about it is too, it doesn't affect as many people, but it certainly affects people who paid a lot of money or the people actually there, because you know, if it's hard for us to see it with all these camera angles, you know, it's almost impossible for them to see unless they're, I guess, staring at the freaking overhead TVs. If they've got them there, you know, that's mm-hmm. you know, just the worst idea ever, man. You can't see shit. It's ter- And then they like every two or three years they go, 
You know, I, I think we can do it. I think we can put the cameras in the right position and we can get everything. It's going to be a fantastic. And, you know, surprisingly, this, right. this is right. I think Randy Orton's the guy that gets gets killed by that gimmick almost every time. Right? Is well, it, I don't have any problem with that. But exactly. I mean, that's, what you're, that's like, but, that's okay, like yeah, karma. he does seem to be the one. Yeah. It's like karma, man. It's like the, he's the guy that should be killed by that stupid ass gimmick match. And it he is does kind get of it karma, every time. though. That's it funny. Is, it's true. It is Randy the Pujami. It's the karma prison match, and he gets in it every single time. That's funny. I never thought about that. Um, Molly Holly, I don't know. I have, I don't think I have a huge problem with that because she's most. I mean, there, I can think of a lot of other people who are much better performers than her, but she's well liked and she's really good. <laughs> I think the person who's most on the roster who's like Molly Holly now is Natty, and I think if, if Molly gets in, and that means that maybe Natty gets in one day. Oh, she has to, man. That would Seriously. be great. She's yeah. a, she's a really great performer. And honestly, man, I'd have to go back and kind of look at the roster at the period of time. Basically, that Molly Holly was there just to compare to see who who's in and who's not, just to see where she stands. In my opinion, but I don't. I mean, just off the cuff, yeah, why not, ma'am? I mean, she. I can't. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I remember this about Molly Holly or I remember that about Molly Holly. I just remember she was on there a lot, and she held her own. You know, so why not? She was she was a good performer, and then. She got her head shaved. I mean, she did. She had her head shaved that time, and I hope she got hey, paid very handsomely for Serena it. Serena Deeb, line two. <laughs> that was, but that was a good part of the gimmick. Like Molly Holly lost a match to, to have her head shaved. Like Serena Deeb well, got her head shaved just, to join the cult, the great cult of uh, to join CM the cult Punk. before it's time, man. Exactly. Um, yeah, but you're right. Um, yeah, that was a match. My my An take on the Eric, hair match. My take on the Eric Bischoff thing is this. Mm-hmm. I believe this is Vince kind of saying that he's sorry for hiring and firing him like in six weeks, you know, a couple years ago. I think this is like Vince's peace offering to Eric Bischoff. Sorry, I made you sell your stupid ass ranch in Montana and move all the way to shitty Connecticut and fired you six weeks later. I I, I believe I, I That's honestly such a great believe Vince move. God damn it! I'll tell you what. I'm sorry I did that. Here you go. Let's put you in the Hall of Fame. How's that sound, Eric? All right. Um, oh, that sounds great, Vince. I guess that and a dollar twenty-five will get me a cup of coffee. Thank you. <laughs> But Eric knows it's good for his brand, and Eric knows it gets him some publicity. And it'll put he's a, a Hall of, of Famer. His Hall of Famer, Eric Bischoff. Now is that his name? He'll, is that his he'll put a couple of shekels in his pocket. I don't know if they're going to do any some shekels. <laughs> well, that's that's what it is. I mean, what, what a, that's what it is. And it's like I don't know if they're doing any live shows or anything in Orlando, in Tampa this year. But gee, why not? Florida's just wild. Let's go and cough on each other and fuck a little bit. Florida. I don't understand. Dang, Florida. Oh, my God. I was very surprised they didn't try to go for full capacity in that stadium. I really I really was. Is it still too early to say they're not? Well, we're two weeks out. I don't think it's too too late. I mean, if, you, if ticket sales are going to really ramp up, and I haven't really seen a lot of numbers. Yeah, I was going to ask, have you seen those numbers? But I guess I haven't seen those numbers. Hmm. I know they just, you know, it's, it's, it's a fluid situation, so they could eventually go to DeSantis and go, <clears throat> we need to go ahead and open this thing up, and then – I don't know. The indie shows could come in and start coughing on people and all sorts of good shit. We can well, have Joey Janela's spring break all over again and, and have a lot of people get infected. 
Well, you know, now that you bring that up, there might be a good chance of some crazy something like that happening, some crazy indie show down there. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm not – you never know. Bryant and I are already trying to make our um, our plans for going to Dallas next year. I can't wait, go. man. It's going to be fun. I, I, and we're, I think we're both on the same page. Like, we want to see all the stuff that surrounds Mania. I don't care if I make it into that stupid-ass – crazy jerry house of the cowboys place i don't give a shit yeah yeah Uh, i'd like i'd like to smear some dookie on a star if i could Uh, (laughs) maybe maybe we'll make that happen you never know i hate to use those kind of hijinks we might get into i hate to use my medical school talk on you guys i hope you can follow my highfalutin language (laughs) ease ease up there buddy is that a medical term (laughs) i didn't think about that yeah please ease up I remember a guy when I was working at a radio station back, you know, I used to work in radios, you know that? Wow. Uh, He was talking about, (laughs) he was talking about putting his dick in the old pussaroo. And I went, wait, is that a medical term? (laughs) I believe it's Latin, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) In the old pussaroo. I had forgotten that story. (laughs) The best part of that was the, the whole thing started with anal sex. So it's like they would edit that out of, of, of the Peacock Network. <laughs> it wouldn't be good at all. What brings us back to Edge, Matt Hardy, and Lita? Hey, hey Netflix, I gotta, I'm got i going to propose a new series to you. And, and now, hear me out. It's called The Old Pussaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Now see, God bless George Siegel. That sounds like something he'd be perfect in. The old pussaroo. It's about a it's about a guy late in life that decides to go to medical school. <laughs> Here's what we're gonna do. I want you to get in there. I want you to give it to her. The old pussaroo. Give it to her. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be now. Tell me if this is going too far. If it's jumping the shark a little bit, but yeah. What if he had a cat? <laughs> Name that. Oh, also, it's a bit. It's a bit on the nose. We'll workshop it, but I don't think in our test audiences that's gonna work. <laughs> Try it out. See what happens. Yeah, it was working. It was pretty good with the eighteen to thirty-four demo, but we fell off around age forty. They just didn't. They just shook their head like, "What?" Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna name a guy the old pussaroo. That's what we're gonna call it. He's going to be under a mask. It's going to be a kitty mask. Hey, write this down. Bruce! Bruce, get your brother Jeff Pritchard. God damn it. <laughs> He's going to come. He's going to puke. <laughs> what would the old Pussaroo's finishing move be? <laughs> <laughs> He's got the pussy grab. The pussy grab's on him. He got it. Oh, my! He's not going to get out of that one. Oh, my! What a maneuver! <laughs> the Venus flytrap. The winner of the match. Oh, he gets, he gets into the finkel. The winner of the match, the old Pussaroo. <laughs> what's, uh, what's Justin? Why would Justin Roberts do it? <laughs> A stupid job, Justin Roberts. Like, the winner of the match. Oh, I can do Gary Co- Capetta, Gary Michael Capetta. The winner okay. of the match, the old Pussaroo. That's so funny. Oh, Jesus. 
Any thoughts? We said Kane. We've talked about Bischoff. Talked about Molly Holly. Any thoughts about Robert Van Dam going into the HOF? Um, really, the first. Yeah, I, I, could, I guess I he would be the one before Kali for sure. <laughs> is he? The, is he but, the first true ECW talent? I guess to go into the WWE so. Hall of Fame. I think so. So, are we saying that he's the biggest and the best guy ever to come out of ECW? I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think it's that. I, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, I don't think that. Maybe they're saying that, but to me, it seems like he's maybe the one who is top of the list, definitely in people from ECW. You know, arguably the best. Arguably, other people can be argued as well. But he transitioned over into popularity a whole lot easier than some of those guys did, and when he. Especially when he came over to the the you know the WWE roster, the Raw roster and stuff. So I think that I think that has a lot to do with it more than the fact that he was the best. I think he just people know him and he was a big fan favorite and all that stuff. So if you crack the door for him in ECW, would you then say that Sabu has to go in? Would you say that Shane Douglas has to go in? Who who from ECW would who would you would say is on that level? Dreamer. Would you say Dreamer would be Dreamer? I would think Dreamer would be in there at some point. You know, well, Paul, Paul Sandman, Heyman, maybe. Paul Heyman has to go in too, and I think that's oh, part yeah. of his. Paul Heyman definitely has to go in. That's part of his his um, promotion of Eric Bischoff going in, as he sees himself as being like. If you got to put, if you're going to put Bischoff in, you probably got to put Heyman in too. Oh, definitely. Oh, without a without question. I just so, thought once he retires, he will be in, but he's still you know part of the game here, so. If you're putting in those guys, if you're putting in Heyman and you're putting in Shane Douglas, you're putting in Sabu, you're putting in Tommy Dreamer, who's just below that level? I mean, that's when you start getting into a like Stevie Sandman. Richards, Stevie Richards, Sandman. I think that's when you start getting into that level. And I don't know if those guys make the cut, per se. And then you get into it. Yeah. You get into New Jack, you get into Gangsters, and then you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And from, yeah. from there, you kind of you bottom out. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know of anybody else. I mean, you can throw in those four or five, but I, I still think it just, like I said, has to do more popularity and and all than than anything. Why he got in over whoever else, Sabu or whoever. It's 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 an interesting thing, and I think Heyman Heyman definitely has to go in in the future. And again, you're kind of at this point. There's not much left to go on as far as putting people into that Hall of Fame. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a. Yeah. It's a tough it's a tough road coming up. John Cena's got to go in at some point. The Rock still has not gone in. That's going to be a special deal and that's going to be a big thing and that's going to Vince is going to have to write a big fucking check for that deal and get, you know, some special favors are going to have to be done and all that stuff. Um but there aren't a whole lot of other massive stars beyond that, you know. Well, I I guess you like is Diamond Dallas Page is he in it? I think DD, yeah, DDP made it. DDP, okay, okay. I remember, I remember Paul Levesque giving him the call. Yeah, okay, that very well. Um, Yeah, it's probably getting a little thin right now, especially when you start putting in however many they put in, like six, seven, eight people every year. So, where's our? We don't have a dead. We don't have a dead wrestler. That's what I was going to say. We haven't had a one like an older wrestler or whatever, like a, a legend or something. I don't know what I don't know. You know that's weird. We usually have a dead wrestler in there. We don't have one. It's very odd. We should have a dead wrestler in. What happened? 
I don't know, man. COVID. <laughs> COVID. I don't know. on COVID. Or this year we're going to avoid the dead wrestlers because we're, we're going to try to kill one of them ourselves. Charlotte tested positive, by the that way. Was, Charlotte yeah, how about that? Like, and they're making it sound like she's not going to be available for Mania, too. So I don't know about that. I figured oh, she would come back at Mania. I figured it would be right about the time she'd be able to come back. Didn't you, didn't you love on SmackDown Adam Pierce with, okay, guys, here's what's going to happen. It's going to blow your socks off. It's going to be a triple threat. Like we had no idea there was a triple threat coming in. That guys, 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 wait a second. <laughs> what's going to happen here in a moment? You're going to breathe oxygen and release CO2. Oh, my gosh. That's true. That's true. That is a true story. I am not lying to you about that. Yeah, that was the most anti. If there's anything that's ever been anticlimactic ever, it was that. I mean, everybody knew that was coming. It was not even funny how that was setting up to me. Um, Yeah, I mean, she's. So what do you make of it? What do you think? Man. I don't I mean I, I they were stuck and they knew they were gonna have to do it and it's just I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna you let's think take so? a look at, you think they kind of pin themselves in a corner with it? Yes, they do this all the time. They book themselves into this shit all the time. They, I want I wanna look and see what the lineup is right now for WrestleMania. Cause I think they've got like six matches ahead, over two days. I want I wanna look and see what they've actually got booked for right now. This is this is dumb. Okay, okay, they've got, they've got eleven matches according to ProWrestling.net that for over the two days, and they're talking about maybe the women's match finishing up day one. Here we go for Saturday, April the tenth. Bobby Lashley against Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. I, I'm going to say I'm, I've said it on here before. I'm be very clear about this. I don't think Bobby Lashley is that at that level. I, I'm 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 the one guy who doesn't feel. I mean, I like him as a mid level talent. I don't think he's great on promo. I think this hurt business thing helps helps him out a lot because MVP is able to cut his promos and shit like that and talk for him and stuff like that. But I'm I don't I don't see him as a guy who's like a legitimate challenger. I, I I've never I, he's got a fantastic body. His work is fine. It's not great, but I don't see him as being at that at a main event level like that. Not at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I'm that one's a little a little shocking. I. I just when you think they got Bobby Lashley pretty much where you think he should be, like in the lineup of wrestlers, like matches and that sort of thing, not not necessarily for the WWE championship, but someone, you know, like a U.S. championship or whatever, intercontinental title and that sort of thing. And maybe a little championship run, but not really take it, not win it. But, you know, I'm just meh like you with, with him, but – I just hope McIntyre wins just because I just I'm not you know Bobby Lash is okay but I'm just you know, I'm I'm with you on the, everything you just said basically Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship which I'm pretty excited about and they're talking about that one finishing up night one that being the closing match I think I heard that I think that, that didn't they say that was going to be the closing match the first night Yeah I think that's what they said Kofi Kingston and, T- and Xavier Woods yeah. versus AJ Styles and almost for the Raw tag titles. That's fine. I don't. I guess that's all right. The I Miz guess and, I'm not made up my the, mind the, about that. The promotion over this Miz and Bad Bunny match. They keep acting like this is like the biggest fucking thing in the world, and I I just don't get it. I guess it's a generational thing. I mean, Bad Bunny, whatever. It's not my thing, but it's cool. But I don't. 
do what you want with it. I, I you know, it seems lame. It does, but uh, I've never been one of these people that likes outsiders like the David Arquettes and all that shit coming in and oh, the Mickey Rourke and all that up. stuff. I just, you know, all that stuff. Uh, I understand the concept of bringing out, you know, bringing outsiders in and getting other eyeballs, but I, the, the build to that has been to me not great at all. Even Miz has been trying to ramp it up, and he's not been able to get any headway on it. I don't think. Uh yeah, it did just kind of come out of nowhere. I mean, just put Damian Priest up against him. I mean, this is WrestleMania. Make sure Priest against Miz. You know, uh, Shane McMahon is Braun Shane McMahon against Braun Strowman. Speaking of things that are underwhelming, this does not have my interest really in the least. It really doesn't. It just it's stupid. It's just stupid. Uh, it makes no sense. The whole thing. Seth Rollins against Cesaro. I just want to see the the actual match. I don't the, the whole don't respect me thing. Whatever you know. Do you think Seth has, has lost a little steam since he went out for, uh, for paternity leave and come back? Because it seems like he's not quite at the level that he was. Yes. Yes, I, mean, I do. That's what, it feels, that's what it feels like to me. I don't know. Outside out of mind, bro. And that's not me blaming him for doing what he did because, I mean, he, he should have done that. But I, it just, I think it just takes him a little extra time to kind of get back in the groove. But here's the thing, man. If you're going to go away like that, you need to go away on top so people do miss Because when Becky Lynch comes back, people are going to go, oh, shit, Becky's back. Woo! You know, it's going to be a That's big right. deal because I mean, she was loved and, you know, she was on top just like Ronda Rousey when she comes back, if she comes back. He's but, to knock you know, her Seth up Rollins, again. ever since that whole – yeah, it looks like it, and just try again. <laughs> Roman Reigns and Edge. Try again. Try going Edge. out on top. You know, time, line, line it up with the paternity leave so you can come back and all that stuff, you know. All right, she's on top. Go ahead and impregnate her. God damn it. That's how you book a territory. <laughs> oh, damn it. Put, right in the old pussaroo. Go for it. <laughs> Roman Reigns against Edge against Daniel Bryan. Triple threat for the WWE Universal Championship. We got the word on that from Scrap Iron and the least surprising announcement in WWE history. God. Crazy. Well. It's, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like it's setting up for it sounds like it's setting up for like a, a they want to keep it on Roman. Like a, a split off feud between Edge and Daniel Bryan leading up to like SummerSlam or some shit, you know. Um Oscar against Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. That should be fine. I don't think I have a problem with that. Randy Orton versus the Randy Orton versus the Fiend. Now they're setting this up and they're saying now that they're gonna to try to transfer the Fiend's identity over to Bo Dallas. He's gonna be playing the part of the Fiend from now on. There's some theories about that. So they can oh, so they can do the trickery and stuff, make it look like exactly. it's right. Two people in two different one person in two different places kind of thing. I gotcha. Bray Wyatt's here. Well, the why not? Here, what the perhaps, hell? The, perhaps the fiend could turn on Bray Wyatt at some point. All all that shit. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. That, that could work. Big E against Apollo Crews for the internet. I'm, I'm a little tired of all that Fiend stuff. How about you? Are you? Are you? How do you yeah, feel about all that Fiend stuff? Yeah, I think the Fiend has kind of played itself out for sure. We got how many? How many times can he come up through the ring? Right. That's too bad too. Uh, Big E against yeah. Apollo Crews. That's pretty promising, actually. The Big E and Apollo Crews thing. They've had some pretty good builds on that stuff. Yeah, I like those two. 
And then Kevin Owens mm-hmm. versus Sami Zayn for the five millionth time. Did you just shake your head when you saw that announcement on SmackDown when they said that? I'm like, oh my gosh, again. It's okay. It's bizarre. I, it has been a year or so, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's time for you guys to go at it again. <laughs> I need you guys. I need you guys again. But I need you back. I don't know. What, I you, need you what, what would you give that card on a eight? Oh, that that's a solid on an eight F. That's that's scale. a solid. What would you C- give? That's a C, C plus. plus. I was gonna say yeah. a C, but yeah. That's how that works. Uh, let me see. You yeah. got some WWE. Let's see if we got some WWE notes from our friends over here at WrestlingObserver.com from the David Meltzer site. Uh, today is it uh, Daniel Bryan? Yes, I have that up here. Full length safety. Oh, they got safety protocols for the WrestleMania 37 attendees. Well, that'll be good. And they, you saw the release they have to sign, right? Are they going to be like? Yeah, it's going to be Trump rallies. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. I think that's about all we got for this week. Any any closing thoughts as we wrap up another award-winning episode of Katie Vickers Alive Alive? Uh, real quick, what do you think? What did you think about AEW this past week? Did you get a chance to see it at all? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought there were there were parts of it that were. It was an okay episode. It wasn't great. Um, it's difficult to follow what they did last week with the Thunder Rosa match and all that stuff. But I thought it was. Yeah, there were parts of it that were pretty good. Um, I'm 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 not a hundred percent still sold on this on MJF's faction and stuff like that, but everything seems to be okay. We ended okay, with a massive – did we not end with a massive brawl at the end of AEW Dynamite? Uh, not this week. I think this week this they week. just had the people standing tall, the, okay. the MJF faction standing tall, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I, I just think that I, I, I'm going to go on and, on and on forever saying that the Dark Order is not over, will never be over, and it should be disbanded immediately. But they did come out and root on our girl Ty Conte. I did see that. Ty Conte. Yeah, that was good. She's fantastic. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, but yeah, I, 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 but next week I want to try to talk about Britt Baker some because I, I've come to a lot of conclusions about her over the last couple of weeks. Hmm. Like my whole attitude toward her has changed. Really interesting. Hmm. Is your is your attitude about the announcing on AEW Dynamite has that changed any? The announcing, yeah, mm, about the same. Nothing, nothing's yeah. changed really. No. Yeah. Excalibur makes it worse. Jim, yeah. Jim Ross, I, you can't convince me that Jim Ross is doing anything but taking a check right now. You just can't. I, I just it just seems that way to me. I'm sorry. That's the way it comes across. Maybe it doesn't. Is not that way at all. But damn, it sure comes across that way. Yep, but Shivani still still doing Shivani things, doing good things. So I like Shivani. Yeah, I like Shivani, and they've been able to get him, you know, help get Britt Baker over. So you can't really say much about Shivani. There you go. That's part part of it. Yeah, you look at you look at Tony Shivani now in twenty twenty one. You see a man at peace. He's basically a man at peace. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy. uh, And again, he may not be, but he sure comes across that way. As much as he can be with that horrible wife that he has. All right. So you can follow Bryant on Twitter and Instagram at Bry Sports, B-R-Y Sports. Uh, he's on TikTok, Stanley Jackson 23. 
I am on Twitter at Brett Whitmire. The show is on Twitter at Katie Vick Alive, and I am on Instagram at bdub 4 reels B-D-U-B number four, R-E-E-L-Z. And if you want to support what we do, you can shop at our Amazon store, which is katievick.com. Just go to katievick.com. doesn't change the price of the stuff that you're buying. It just helps us out a little bit. Until next time, fans, we'll see you ringside. Fans, that'll do it for this week. See you next week. And until then, so long for now.